0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to examine the idea of uh, the Lord delivering us, okay? We see many, many uh, scripture passages that talk about how the Lord is our source of deliverance. Now, particularly that word deliverance has various meanings, Uh Quite often when you see deliverance like that, the idea being communicated is that the Lord is getting rid of demons in a situation. Well, that's not exactly what we're talking about right now. We may talk about that later. But right now, it's just what we've seen in the Psalms, how David's cried out, Solomon's cried out, Asaph's cried out, saying, Lord, deliver us, deliver us from this situation, deliver us from this circumstance. So we're in the 82nd Psalm right now, and we are learning a great deal out of this 82nd Psalm. And I'm probably throwing out a few little hand grenades right there into your thought processes. And if you're interested in knowing more about this kind of stuff, just contact me. You can text me or email me from whatever sources you've got there. And I can sort of guide you to some things that will help you understand some of these things. Because we really can't get into detail of it right now, particularly related to the fact that God has a divine counsel and he uses a divine counsel. That truth is uh, far more than inference, uh, and we see it here in the 82nd Psalm. So let me read the first couple of verses that we've covered so far, and then we'll press on. So this is Psalm 82, verse 1. God has taken his place in the divine counsel. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgments. So we've seen already how, uh, where it says here, God has taken his place, that's the word Elohim, the gods is also using that same word, Elohim. So we see that there is this uh, creation, just as we have human beings, that we have some divine beings, we have some gods. God, the Most High God, is Elohim. The other ones are Elohim also, but God is far beyond and above, okay? God is not created. These Elohim were created by God, okay? That's a real distinction right there. So God asked him a question in verse 2. He's standing here. He's taking his place among this divine council. He's in the midst of these Elohim, these gods, and he's holding judgment. Judgment (coughs) and judge, okay? While, you know, we think of divine beings, we want to think of them being sinless. We want to think of them being perfect. Uh, No, okay? They have the same opportunity that we have to walk in obedience or disobedience. Same opportunity that angels had, okay? Or is it the angels have? That I don't know. I suspect it may be a had thing, but who knows? And so there's a judgment taking place. So God starts off with the question, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? So these Elohim that are apparently in places of judgment, because look at the question. The question is, how long will you judge unjustly? So they're in places of judgment. Now, when we think of judge, we're thinking of somebody that's bringing forth a judicial edict, a, a decision, something that's happened. When you look at the book of Judges in the Scripture, the use of the word judges there uh, it speaks of leaders. Okay, leadership. It works either way here. How long will you lead unjustly? How long will you judge unjustly? In other words, how long are you going to be fulfilling your role and what you're supposed to be doing in an unjust manner? And how long will you show partiality to the wicked? So look at the two things these uh, other Elohim were doing, these other gods were doing. They were judging unjustly, and they were showing partiality to the wicked. The lexem says they're showing favoritism to the wicked. Let me see what the King James says. They accept the persons of the wicked. (laughs) Okay, So it means that they're showing partiality, that they're showing favoritism, and their favorites are the wicked. So think about that for a moment. Here, God's divine counsel, the ones that uh, we've actually chased this around a couple of places in previous uh, podcasts. I may go back to it later just to bring us some refreshing of our memory, right? But we see that God uses this divine counsel, and we'll ask him, hey, how do you think I should handle a situation right here? Give me some options right here. These folks that he turns to like this, these divine beings, these Elohim, Elohim, are judging unjustly, and they're showing partiality, and they're siding on the side of the wicked. Well, what is it that God is wanting? Well, we don't even have to wonder because he gives us insight into it. So he says this, he asks this question, and then the psalmist puts in the word selah, S-E-L-A-H, or selah, but selah, which means, hey, think on this, reflect upon this, meditate upon this. It also means in the, in the uh, performance of a psalm here, these were songs quite often, that this is where the instrumentalists would take a little ride. Okay, Hey, guitar, take a little instrumental ride right there. Play this little tune on top of this. So he's saying this. Think about this for a moment. Meditate upon this. How long are you going to judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? It's more of a rhetorical question because we note that God doesn't wait for an answer. He gives this sali moment. Apparently, nobody says anything. Then verses 3 and 4, he tells them what they're to be doing. Okay, So let me just read this, and we'll probably follow this up a little bit more. Verse 3, give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of of the wicked. This is what these other gods were supposed to be doing. This is a type of judgment that they were supposed to be doing, but what were they doing instead? They were judging unjustly and they were showing partiality and favoritism to the wicked. God says, You're supposed to be delivering these folks from the wicked. You're supposed to be the source of justice. You're supposed to be the source of helping those that are afflicted and destitute. You're supposed to rescue, and you're doing the right opposite. Isn't that sort of a strange thing to think of uh, within the heavenly realm, within the unseen realm, that you have this type of dynamic going on, that you have this type of rebellion, that you have this type of disobedience, that you have this type of thing where divine beings are being drawn to the wicked, Okay, that they're judging unjustly? Now, just think about that for a moment. I know I've asked you to do that several times, right? (laughs) Think about that for a moment. When you read... Scripture from the beginning to the end with just the the modicum of understanding we have right now of what's happening within that realm. When you read the accounts, when you read the things that happened, it opens up your eyes and your spirit in a way you can't imagine. You begin to realize, wait a minute, there's something far greater going on right here that explains a lot of stuff. Tell you what, I'm going to stop right here. We'll come back and pick up verses 3 and 4 the next time, but go read Psalm 82. Take your time through it. Meditate upon it and see what the Lord says to you. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.